The following podcast contains strong language and frank discussions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, all you cats and kittens. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello. How, uh, how's your week? Your week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how's your week been, Mike? It's been a week. It's been a week. But we are here again. Back where we both want to be. <laughs> we're here again, back where we both started, and it just seems like we're locked in this crazy circle of hell that's never ending called life. Yes, time travel is real. You just, you just don't, know, don't it yet, know it yet, my friend. Uh, anything on this new episode of Murder Amongst Friends that we should uh, update, recap, talk about? I have no updates. Great. I mean, we did do a lot of updates last week. We did. Have you seen anything good lately? Do we have any recommendations? Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, Michael is a movie nerd. Uh, he went to school for okay, well, editing and all this good stuff. So it's Joanne almost like what you do. Right... Film school. All right. Well, you're you, you're more knowledgeable yeah, than I am. Blowing up my spot. I you're more it. knowledgeable than I am. But you have a this better is, memory. This is being recorded. You're, you a... <laughs> you're aware of this. Don't tell anyone <laughs> I said that. Your memory is better for things, so I don't know. I've not been accused I of that I generally trust your recommendations. Well, we did watch uh, something pretty good the other night in our classic away apart but together style. <laughs> right. Where we're right. in our separate residences and texting while watching the same thing at the right. same time. Right. Uh, on Ye Olde Britbox. Ah, I love a Britbox. <laughs> yes. It's not an euphemism, but is it? Yes, it is. <laughs> but also not. It can be both. It could both, yeah. It's both. Uh, the heist at Hatton Gardens. Listen, these old-timey geezers are the shit. Yes. I don't understand how they even pulled off this, like, planned uh, this heist, let yeah. alone pulled it off, but it was the greatest fucking story ever told. Don't at me with some bullshit. Yes, it was. There is also a standalone movie. This was a miniseries, four episodes, uh can be found on BritBox, but there is also a movie starring Matthew Good called Hatton Gardens. Cannot speak to the quality of that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe they went, based on the poster and the casting, it seems they went a little more Guy Ritchie than uh, an actual telling of the story. I do love a Guy Ritchie vehicle. So we'll, we'll maybe check that out. Should but if you're searching then... for it based on our recommendation, we are not officially recommending the movie yet. We have not seen it. The miniseries, though, yeah, definitely. Recognize. It was. I was like riveted. In fact, there's only there was four episodes, right? right? I by like episode one, I was like, I will watch the story of these guys <laughs> entire. Like they could just start throwing throwback episodes, like they did with the Sopranos. Like they're like, here's this four of what happened, yep. and then after that, we're gonna go back to each one of these childhood, uh, these guys in their childhood, and follow them. And I would literally, I was so intrigued and like interested. I didn't want the series to end, so. Yeah, BritBox is definitely worth. I love uh, BritBox. It's checking out, definitely worth the subscription oh, money absolutely. for sure. Absolutely, for sure. Are you listening, BritBox people? <laughs> hey, BritBox, <laughs> we need some sponsors. Well, now that we've uh, sold our souls <laughs> to the BritBox gods, if they're listening, if you're listening, we love you. Yes, BBC what, and ITV, we we love you. I really do. I even love the logo. I don't even yeah, care. Yeah, the ITV. I love the logo. Music that goes with their logo gets me every time i know it's how nerdy are we right now we're we're getting off the beaten track welcome to the show (laughs) (laughs) welcome to what we do um anybody who listened last week knows that i 
had an absolute conniption fit <laughs> and wanted to strangle Mike sure did. for these two ridiculous stories that are almost so insane that I really thought he was making them both up just to fuck with me. And like at the end of the episode, he was going to be like, psych, just kidding. I made that shit up. But no, they were true. And uh, I'm still not, I have not 100% forgiven you for that because you did hoodwink me and I don't, I don't like to be hoodwinked. So I don't know what your, (laughs) I don't know what your plan is for this week, but. You did ask me what I was up to one day last week, and I said it was none of your business, and you didn't talk to me the rest of the day. Yeah, I so. was like, okay, I'll speak to you tomorrow. <laughs> so if anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to last week's episode, episode 11. 11. Well, this is be, episode This will be 12. episode 12. Yes. So. Climbing the ranks. Let's see what's. It's hard to keep them all <laughs> organized. Let's see what you have for me today, my very good friend who definitely does not search and search for things to drive me up out of my head well we do have a bit of a more well-known story okay not so liquid matthew (laughs) Um, this Uh, one takes place in australia okay we do have a singular australian listener last time i looked uh so hello to you if you're good day good day if you're if you're (laughs) listening uh but here we go okay i hope you're hungry this is the story of Catherine Knight. Okay. Let's no start. No relation to, to, Jordan to Jordan and Knight. John no. Knight of New Kids on the Block. Hello, hello. I'm showing my age. No, I mean, no. my favorite was actually Joey, Joey. McIntyre, but jo- Jordan was like a close second. Let's start this story at the end of the story. Oh, like in the Tarantino, this bitch. October 2001. Catherine Knight was sentenced to life in prison without parole. Okay. She was the first woman ever to receive that sentence in Australia. So what crime could have warranted that unprecedented punishment? Murder. What could have made Catherine commit such an atrocity worthy of that level of punishment? murders and a life being persecuted for being a woman who is alive. (laughs) (laughs) How dare she? Doesn't she know women aren't allowed to be alive? Oh, God. To answer those questions, we must return to the beginning. Okay. Catherine Knight was born on October 24th, 1955, in Tenterfield, Australia. Her life was complicated right from the get-go. Great. Her mother was married to another man, with whom she already had four children, and her father happened to be a friend of her mother's husband. (laughs) Oh, a little hanky-panky going on uh, down under. <laughs> I'm telling you, a little that college, undercover that down under. College education is really coming through. <laughs> yeah, English English degree. You have all the best words. Yeah, you know all the best words. Yeah, my words are the best. I have all the best words. Tenterfield was a pretty conservative town in the 1950s, so this was mm-hmm. quite the scandal. Mm-hmm. Compounding that, her father was, of course. A violent drunk oh. who raped her mother several times. Oh my a day. God, Jesus Christ, Mike! I did not do that. It's Sunday. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Holy crap! It's a Sunday, and this okay. Catherine also claims that she was sexually abused by several family members until she was eleven. Oh my God! This fucking who's watching out for these kids? Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Drunks. I mean, fucking hell. With such a chaotic home life, Catherine became a bully herself at school, 
earning a reputation for terrorizing smaller kids. Well, yeah. I mean, you don't know what to do with those emotions when right. you're that small. And the only thing you can do is act out. I mean, obviously don't bully people. I, I got bullied a lot as a kid because I was always like really small and I guess people thought it was easy to pick on me, but they didn't know I was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> in certain situations, not always, but in certain situations, that upbringing has made you more nurturing. Not always. Not always. <laughs> I, yeah, I do. I, 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 in a lot of I ways, like though, justice. I don't like things that are unfair right. um, that happen to people and yeah. probably getting bullied a lot as a kid, you know. Yes. And I was always sticking up for people that wouldn't stick up for themselves or couldn't stick up for themselves uh, to my detriment. Um, but I just couldn't stand by and see someone get, you know, picked on. It's just not my nature. So. But then also I kind of want to just kick ass, oh, yeah. <laughs> too. So <laughs> six one, half dozen the other. Yeah, I mean, it's all on. whatever. It's you a know. wash. By age 15, without having learned to read or write, Catherine quit school altogether. How the hell did she get through 15 years of school? Well, not 15 years of school, nobody but Nobody was caring 15. about her. So if she was okay, failing but everything, the teachers, no one I mean, nobody, I the teachers are just like, come on, like 15, yeah. you're in high school. How uh, the hell did you pass to the next grade? She... Quit school and started working in a clothing factory at 15. I don't know what the labor laws were in the, in the 50s? 60s. Yeah. yeah. Well, 60s, or yeah. 1970, I think she would have been 15. Yeah. Um, this was only a temporary pit stop, though, because the next year, Catherine moved on to her dream job. Oh, God. Oh, at God. At 16, she's already found she's her dream found job. Her calling. It's crazy. I haven't found mine yet. Do you want to guess what her calling was? Uh, sure. Uh,. Stage manager. She worked in an abattoir. No, that's not. No, that's not her calling. That's not her dream job. Nobody dreams of slaughtering. There's a lot more to this story, and it will become epic. I'm very uncomfortable in my own skin right now. I don't like where this is going. Can help you with that. I don't like where (laughs) this is going. Catherine loved this job and everything about it so much. No. That she hung her first set of butchering knives over her bed no. so they would always be close by. Get the... F- Dude, the smell of blood yeah. makes me sick. She loved it. Oh, my God. It smells like wet pennies. <laughs> oh, I just made myself gag for real. Copper. I hate that fucking... Mm-mm. It was while working in the slaughterhouse that Catherine first met David Kellett. David... Well, I don't like this. I don't like this meeting of minds in a slaughterhouse at a young, impressionable age when you've already had a terrible life, and this is going to go off the rails pretty fucking quick. And that was M-E-E-T, right? Mm M-E-E-T. Don't, don't, (laughs) come on. David himself was a bit of an alcoholic and loved a good fistfight. Oh, so she's clearly attracted to him. Stop this cycle. They each knew they were a perfect match for the other when one night, Catherine joined in with David in a drunken brawl. Naughty fighting each other. Fighting just fighting other people. Other people yeah. Just ass kicking. Yep. Putting on their shit kickers. They went out and just yep. started kicking ass. Couple who gets drunk and fights, fights together, stays people. together. Okay. Well, may, that may not be an adage for a reason. <laughs> oh, no. That aggressive bliss was a bit short-lived, though. David was soon to learn that Catherine's violent delights extended beyond drunken hooliganism. Oh, boy. Oh, no. He quickly found himself dominated by her. (laughs) Whatever. What's the matter? You can't handle a strong-minded woman? In 1974, she talked him into getting married. 
<laughs> she talked. <laughs> At the time, she talked him into it, Mike. She would have either she only talked been... him into it. He had no choice. Correct. He didn't want to marry her, but she she just she kept chipping away and well, chipping away. Well, Boy, that tenacity really paid off. Here's some more info about that, though. So in 1974, depending on what month mm-hmm. it was, she was either 18 or 19. Okay. The entire wedding, <laughs> David was blitzed out of his mind. Yeah. As and you do, I guess, back at then. at multiple occasions during the ceremony, the... Please don't tell Whatever. me he's blurting out that he doesn't want to go through with this. Catherine's mother tried to warn David off, saying that her daughter had, quote, a screw loose somewhere. Oh, my God. The mother-in-law is like, get, yeah. get out while you still can. Correct. But my daughter's a, 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 a nut. Yeah. A nutter. But he's too drunk to do anything about it. Well, now maybe have that conversation with him before the situation arises that it's the day they are to be wed. Right. I don't know how much time has passed here between him being also you never take sides against the family especially in public like what are you doing but she was i mean the mother wasn't any great shakes either okay but But i don't know how much after this blackout drunk you know moment in time it was it was later that night uh but on their wedding night Catherine and david had sex three times then david fell asleep yeah Catherine was ready to go again and got so angry She's a at her new husband for being tired. So she started to strangle him. <laughs> oh my goodness. She is hot to trot. Yeah. David, David a woke horny up. little bird. He woke up and managed to fight her off, which, what an auspicious start to the wedding. Right. They stayed married for 10 years. Oh my God. <laughs> that's not fun. Why? Wait? She's like uh, domestic violencing him. Like, yes. that's not funny. From the jump. Yeah. She learned it from her dad. Well, I mean, oh my God. The mother, his mother in law should have really stepped in a little sooner. I mean, yeah. he left that kid out to dry, boy. Yeah. Although he was probably older than her and probably closer to the mother's age than I, her. I, okay, but still, just yeah. be like, hey, buddy, can I talk to you for a second over here? Like, out of earshot of my cuckoo head daughter? Like, <laughs> She's got a screw loose somewhere, and you might want to get the fuck out of here before you're trapped for, like, yeah. another 10 years. You might wake up with her strangling. It's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm just giving just, you, like, a quick heads up. It's happened you before. You do you, but, like, just a quick little pro tip. Like I'm not going to say it's definitely going to happen again, but, but it's, it's happened before. But it's definitely going to happen. Probably unsurprisingly, <laughs> David was constantly cheating on Catherine. And at one point even left Catherine and the two daughters they had together. Oh, God. I'm sure that's really... In the middle of the night, just... Yeah. Well, I mean, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah. You tell women in domestic violence situations to... Get the fuck out of there, but men the same thing. Get the fuck out of there, dude. Like Exactly. Well, that was one of the times. But after discovering another of the affairs, Catherine took their daughter, who was only two months old at the time... No, no. ...down to the train tracks. No, ...and left her right before a train was supposed to come roaring by. Luckily, the train never came, and the daughter was okay. Oh my god! Okay, I wasn't. I'm not. I was not yeah. prepared to. I wouldn't have del- included that. Delve if, into that. Yeah, like there was holy a two shit! Month old. I yeah. just got. I almost shit my pants. Okay, I was like, we're not gonna. But that's the level of just. Just yeah, control. She's trying to. Yeah, I'm gonna take this two month old baby oh god, just to fuck with you. Yeah. Oh, I don't like it. But luckily, the train either oh, thank was off goodness schedule for or what? Small but, favors, yeah. I guess. After discovering a different affair, <laughs> but don't use the children. Like, don't. No. The, what does this? What does this baby have to do with anything? Like, go fuck up the girlfriend or something. Right. I mean, don't. Don't do that. Don't but, do that. But I mean, if you're gonna do right. something, like, well, can we leave the children out of it? Like, what the hell? Do you remember your 
fucked up childhood and now you're doing the same thing to your kids like stop stop what you're doing yeah because i'm about to ruin <laughs> the image and the style that you're used to like cut, cut the shit like cut the shit after a different affair after finding out about a I different mean, affair, <laughs> this guy's just slanging his wang all around fucking town like he's tommy lee but once again didn't go after him she menaced several people in town with an axe she stole People that had nothing to do with yeah. anything? Rah, she's just ass. menacing people. Yeah. Running around. Okay. She seems fun. I mean, she sounds like the life of the party. Diagnosed with postpartum depression okay. after witnesses saw her violently pushing and swinging her second daughter in a stroller down a <gasps> busy street with cars zooming past. No. No. The kid's okay. Oh, my God. Stop doing this to me. She spent a few months in a psychiatric hospital. As she should probably stay there, I would think. Yes. It was while she was in the it's hospital... <laughs> I told you, tell them a sanitarium, no sanitation. <laughs> <laughs> or is it the other way around? I can't remember. Sanitarium. Right in to MAF Podcast Show. Yeah, please correct me if I'm wrong. It's obviously Scarface, but. It was while she was in the hospital that Catherine told several nurses that she planned to kill the mechanic that fixed David's car well... because it allowed him to leave her. <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious me. This lady is up out of control. It. Yeah, she's she's a uh, she's off the plot, Mike. Despite the threat and obviously her history of violence. Please tell me they they don't they just let her go. They just go, "Oh, she's fine now. We've given her some mommy's little helpers and sent her on her way." She gets released? No. And No, no. Don't don't she kills the mechanic. Oh crap, I just hit the microphone again because I flail around because you get me worked up. Does she kill the mechanic? She does not kill the mechanic. But... David takes her back and lets her move back in. No, he doesn't. Why is he so desperate, David? Have some self-esteem, bro. Yeah. They weren't back together long before it was over, though. Like, officially divorced and over. And this sent Catherine into a major depression. Yeah. Well, yeah. She's highly unstable. Yes. She's like a stick of dynamite. In... (laughs) I did not sleep a lot last night, okay? I was up a lot, up and down last night. And I'm a little loopy, so forgive me. We can't tell. You're pulling it off I'm really pulling it off beautifully. In, Seamlessly. In 1986, not long after the breakup with David number one, mm-hmm. Catherine starts dating David Saunders, mm-hmm. who worked in a local mine. Mm-mm. I don't like when people date someone with the same name right after a person. Well, get ready to hate her well, a lot. Well, here's the thing. Because, don't tell me she just dates a string of Davids because nope. that's fucking weird. But also, I had someone who dated, I dated, and then I broke up with them because they were kind of a loony. And then they, they dated another girl with my same name, with very similar features, and I thought, this is creepy as she fuck. She spelled it different, though, right? Um, I think she spelled it a little differently yeah. than I did, but still the same kind of yeah, shit. It's weird. so creepy weird. I don't like that at all. He had a type. <laughs> I guess. It only took a few months before Saunders moved in with Catherine and her girls, but mm-hmm. he didn't move all the way in. Mm-hmm. He kept his own apartment, but spent most of his time living there well that's not sketchy at all do you think Catherine was happy about that i was gonna say i don't think that she's gonna think that he's got a little love nest over there and uh she's she's already knows that he cheats on her constantly no, this is david number two uh well the other husband was cheating right. 
So now she's she's going to be like, yeah, you can have your own place to go to with God knows who when I'm not around. That sounds totally fine. I'm a very trusting person, and I doubt that <laughs> this will go badly. Yeah, so obviously she was not happy about that. No. She was a very jealous person, mm. and the relationship quickly turned toxic, mm. just like it did with turned David sour. 1. Now, David number 1. This, <laughs> you know me, I don't normally put trigger warnings in here. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be a quick one. Okay. This is a detail that is important to really understand how unhinged she was. Oh, God. Jeez. All right. So trigger warning starting. Okay. At one point, she slit the throat of Saunders' two-month-old <gasps> dingo puppy oh, right God. in front of him. Okay. Oh, God. Just so he would see what she was willing to do. Oh, my God. I thought you... I thought... Oh my not, God! Not I just baby. lost it for a second. I thought <laughs> not baby. Wow! I just I lost all my breath for a second. But she I killed a two month old she, like, puppy. She killed a two month old baby, no, and I a puppy. Okay. Yeah, but even a puppy. Wait, a ding- wait. A dingo. Aren't dingoes like feral? Yeah, feral, wild, almost yeah. like coyote dogs. Yeah, I'm sure there's some domesticated one. It's probably not even like something they were supposed to have. Yeah, I would imagine. How but... could you kill a puppy? Yeah. Oh my God! Oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't like when animals die of natural causes. Yeah, so mm. that was the trigger warning. Trigger warning mm-hmm. over. Puppy. We're g- it's going to get a lot worse for the oh, humans. Great. But now there's no more animal uh, yeah. cruelty. No more animal slaughter. I yeah. mean, she did work in a fucking abattoir, so probably slicing the throat of a puppy for yeah. her was like second nothing. nature. Yeah, it's like she, nothing. That was just to show her level of like... <laughs> Let me just show you yeah. my level of crazy so you know what I'm up for if you ever cheat on me. Somehow. In a way that defies logic, Catherine and David, too, stayed together and even had a daughter together a year later. With number two. After that incident. Who does number two work for? (laughs) But not not long after the birth, David, too, left for good because she tried to kill him with a pair of scissors. He left his kid there? Yeah. These guys are... She's clearly the villain (laughs) in this story, okay? Oh, well, first her dad, the then her. Yeah. But these guys are no prizes. Like, no. they're all just leaving their kids with her, knowing how cuckoo mm-hmm. clock she is. Yeah. Like, they're just like, well, she's going to screw loose. But, you know, I'd like to just live my life. I don't want to be tied down with these yeah. damn kids. Like, she tried to I'll kill just me. walk away. Like, yeah. uh, uh, who's the bigger criminal here? Yeah, it's absurd. Okay. Catherine broke the David cycle <laughs> and moved on with a man named John Chillingworth. The couple had a son together, and surprisingly, no violent incidents were reported within that relationship. Ever? Weird. Maybe he was very dominant, and she needed someone to put her in her place or something like that. Like, Because these other guys sound like they're kind of spineless. I mean, who leaves their kids? But It ended, though, after John number one uh, learned that Catherine was having an affair with John number two. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, she just keeps... Maybe this is David, so like David John John. Maybe like when they're uh you know yeah. busy, it's easier to keep the names straight if you just keep dating people. Like you're just like I just have to remember two yeah. names. John number two. Can you imagine named... if their names were David John and John David? Oh my god, that would. <laughs> Poor Nancy Grace would lose her shit. Uh, so the full name of John number two, John Charles Thomas Price. Oh, that's. Sounds like an aristocratic name. John, number two, had two older children who still lived with him, but they seemed to like Catherine for some reason. Don't. Do not. Do not like this lady. Do I, use your inst. Nobody's got instincts. No. Nobody has intuition. Uh, what is going on? Not in Australia, I guess. Holy crap. 
Price, too, was a miner and made enough money to keep the family comfortable. They moved in together in 1995, and at one point, Catherine suggested marriage, but Price was not so interested, and things went south. Oh, no, no. She's like, what do you mean you don't want to marry me? What do you mean you don't want to marry me? No, no, don't look over there. Look at me. What do you mean you don't want to marry me? And he's like, I just feel like, you know, I still want to explore myself. And, hey, there's no rush. And she's like, oh, oh, oh there's a rush. We're just bodies, man. And she's like, you Move have to sleep space. sometime. Don't worry. You go to sleep. It's I fine. don't know how you're going to feel about this part. <laughs> oh, God. You might actually like this part. Oh, no. You're not oh. going to like this part. Oh, God. But it's still, it's, compared to all the other stuff she did, this yeah. is actually kind of quaint. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Catherine started framing Price for stealing from his company. <laughs> the theft got so bad and the evidence so irrefutable yeah. that Price got fired. Yeah. Well, now he <laughs> she doesn't She was stealing now... equipment from the mine and framing him for it. She was stealing equipment? Yeah. Just shit from the mine oh, what? would disappear. Like what? Pickaxes and yeah. shit like that? Just like... Back hoes. <laughs> you steal stuff like that. <laughs> You never, you can't go into mines without your hard hats. <laughs> Good luck trying to work tomorrow with all your soft brim caps. Like what? That's not up to code. <laughs> he she fig- took all the headlamps. <laughs> Good luck working in the dark. <laughs> oh God. She's industrious. I'll give yep. her that. Yeah. Crafty. He figured out what was going on and kicked Catherine out of the house. Okay. I was going to say, you got him fired. He's the only one working probably, right? Or whatever. So, like, he's the main breadwinner. You just got him fired, yep. you dummy. And he's supporting your family and his. And his, yeah. There's like it, the Brady Bunch over here, and you're yeah. just sitting at home, and you get him fired. If he doesn't want to marry me, he's not going to have a life. Well, neither are you. So, he kicks what her out. What are kids? Can he, anybody think of the kids in this situation? I, well, somebody was thinking of the kids, and that is foreshadowing. <laughs> okay. A few months after he gets fired and he kicks her out of the house... They start dating again. Oh, come on. Exes are exes for a reason, Mike. You can't go backwards, buddy. However, she wasn't allowed to move back in. This caused some problems. I'm surprised. (laughs) I was going to say, I'm surprised she let him tell her she was allowed or not allowed to do anything. She doesn't seem like the type of personality that's going to let somebody tell her what she can and can't do. Well, that and or him having the spine like the first of the four men so far to actually like stand up to her yeah yeah it is now february 2000 oh gosh and Catherine ends an argument with john too by stabbing him in the chest oh, oh jesus christ why isn't anybody putting this lady into care a price, care home price gets a restraining order Trying to keep himself and his children safe. Okay, but maybe have her, I don't want to say, like, just have her committed, but yeah. have her committed. I, she's clearly needs some guidance, at the very least. At the end of February, Price even told co-workers that he was concerned for his safety, and that if he ever disappeared, it was probably because <laughs> no. Catherine killed him. It's a huge burden being here's right the, all the time. Here's the thing, though. If I ever had to tell my loved ones... Listen, if anything untoward or mysterious happens to me, because I'm never going to kill myself, okay, and I'm never going to just run off, it's, that's not in my personality. So if anything happens to me, it's this person, Yeah. 
just maybe let's be proactive. Yeah, let's go watch that person. <laughs> let's be proactive. Let's go watch that person. Let's formulate a plan, shall we say, to get that person away from us. Yeah. No, am I? Let's help the person that's confessing this to you. All right. Leap Day 2000, February 29th. <laughs> Why do we do that still? Same reason we do daylight savings. Why? Whatever. Dude, if I ever... <clears throat> Here's the thing, people. If I ever get into a position of power, or if any if any of you ever get into a position of power, can you make the first yes. like, order of business to just stop with the daylight savings time? It is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, Unnecessary and stupid. Like, if I was the president and I was sworn in, yeah. I'd be like, my first order of business! And everybody's like, yeah! Ah, I'd be like, is to to put the end and we're going to stop. Cancel. Daylight savings Aww. time. <laughs> and we're going to cancel all student debt. Wish you did that first, but daylight Yay. savings is good too. <laughs> yeah. I, like, can we do things that actually help people yes. <laughs> instead of just that would make it doing absolutely fucking fuck all Rather than <laughs> to thieving, help anyone? Thieving an hour of sleep from everybody for no reason. Yeah, really. As if we don't all fucking all of us cogs in the wheel like we're not already like just yeah. exhausted yeah give me a break everybody. give us a break on this particular leap day price came home from work and ended up in bed at around 11 p.m after seeing some neighbors like Ca- socially seeing them like, yes, yes, hey, yes, yes yeah i had a couple of drinks and yeah okay we have like proof of life up to 11 o'clock here. <laughs> oh god Catherine arrived at the house not long after Cat. After 11 p.m. Cat. Kitty cat. Cooked herself a meal. Watched some TV. Uh, sounds like a perfectly plausible evening. Took a shower. Yeah. Then went upstairs Cleanliness to wake up Price for a quick old-fashioned roll in the hay. Next to godliness. <laughs> roll in the hay. Yes. Okay. Hey, how old are you? 300. 350. <laughs> Once Price had fallen back to sleep, Catherine took a butcher knife from beside the bed, where she always liked to keep them. First of all, don't forget. You, why would you let your light, your your wife hang a knife block or whatever? It's like her a, passion. Yes, but no. She loves it. No, but no. No. It's fulfilling work for no, her. No, no. Can you imagine dating someone and the first time you go to their apartment, they're like, show me around. And there's that magnetic strip above yeah. the bed with just a bunch of knives hanging. Yep. Would you hightail it the fuck out of there? Yep. A hundred thousand percent. I haven't finished the sentence yet. Oh, God. She took a butcher's knife from beside the bed where she always liked to keep them and stabbed Price 37 times. Oh, oh my God. That is my nightmare. He woke up during the onslaught. But I obviously, mean. <laughs> but obviously couldn't prevent what was happening to him. Yeah, how the f- you gonna fend that off? Like she's probably already stabbed him a multitude of times before he actually his brain was like, "Wake up, stupid!" And she's got more than a passing familiarity with anatomy. She knows where <laughs> yeah. to stab him too. <laughs> I'm cringing. My body is like folding itself in on itself into a tight little ball. I don't like this. I don't like this. He died. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Catherine hauled his body downstairs. Oh my god, she's a brute. This lady. This is where it gets. Fun. This is where it gets fun? This lady's a nutcake. This is where it turns into a murder amongst friends story. No. She skinned him. I don't want to do this again this week. <laughs> she skinned him. 
<laughs> and hung his body from a meat hook she installed in the living room. Oh my god, she turned her house into a This is his house, remember. <laughs> I don't like it. Let's let that one marinate. No, I don't want to marinate anything. She decapitated him. <laughs> Shout out to Taylor Shabusiness. Business. Yeah. <laughs> no. And cut off some other pieces to make a nice no. dish out of. No, not another male organ. She. This is. I'm I'm gonna give you a recipe. My body hurts, and I don't even have a penis. She cooked the meat (laughs) with potato, pumpkin, beets, zucchini, cabbage, squash, and a nice gravy. She made a goulash. Like that's like oh no. She made a plate for herself. No. But it seems like she lost her appetite halfway through. Leftovers. Well, because you're eating human flesh, you psychopath. There were leftovers at the crime scene. After eating... Don't, please, if you tell me she feeds this to his fucking kids, I'm, I'm, le- I'm leaving my own home. I'm leaving you here to finish this story alone. I'm going to leave. I'm going to exit stage left. Okay. And I'm <laughs> the fuck out of here like Snagglepuss. After eating, she laid down next to John Two's body, Mm-mm. took a large dose of pills, and passed out. Okay, okay, okay. Is she disassociated? What is she doing? The next morning, when Price didn't show up for work, uh-huh. his co-workers remembered his message. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. Don't tell me they all fucking show up. They called the police. Okay. When police arrived, they immediately detained Catherine, even though she was still basically comatose from the pills. Well, there's no one else there! She's the only... What, what, I mean, what kind of fucking story can she cook up? Oh, huh. I woke up next to, don't you dare! <laughs> you said cook up. <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up, Mike. Shut up! She, you said uh, it. <laughs> uh, what is she going to say? Oh, no, I woke up next to, yeah, like, La Fountain. Oh, I woke up next to this... This guy is uh, brutally cata- decapitated. His his organs are all over the place. I might have some of them within my body. <laughs> I don't know how they got there. And then someone drugged me and I woke up like this. I certainly didn't commit any crimes, officer. Once she woke up, turns out the pills were antidepressants. So she would have had to take a lot more to overdose. Okay. Maybe do some research. Jesus God. Did she think she was going to die and like this was going to be the end or did she, I she think just it was, exhausted? I think it was a bit of a uh, like play for the jury like knowing that if she was going to get caught for this let's try to make it look as crazy as possible. Okay. So she took she knew that she would have needed to take more and she only took I, a few to pass out? It's hard. It's hard to say. She took a good amount mm-hmm. but it wasn't the right thing to take if you wanted to actually do damage to yourself. Mm-hmm. She claimed to not remember anything from the night before. Well, as you would say. What what else are you going to say? Yeah, I I did it. Going through the house, police found Price's head boiling in a pot with vegetables. (laughs) And since she is such a good mom, on the table were two set places replete with place cards. No. Who were these plates for, you might wonder? Why it was meant for John II's two children he she was gonna feed the dad yes. to his kids yes correct i'm leaving <laughs> goodbye i oh my god <laughs> even with the claims of Why not remembering would you ever want to eat oh my god okay side note 
when I was a teenager, I was obsessed. First of all, I loved Ethan Hawke. That's just, that's it, don't hold it again. Whatever. It was the nineties, and everyone loved Ethan. Hawke everyone in the 90s. loved Ethan Hawke in the nineties. Um, Reality Bites just like cemented it for me. But anyway, uh, then I watched the movie Alive, right? About that like soccer team yeah. or whatever, like like Portuguese or like Spanish soccer, right? Chilean, Chilean soccer team that like get lost in the Andes and yep. then they end up having to eat each other. Yep. <laughs> and I just remember thinking like. I don't know, man. Like, I might just die. I don't... I don't know if I could do it. Everybody watching Fresh on Hulu also has opinions. Side, 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 side note. His name was Nando in the movie. And my sister and I (laughs) both had crushes on him. And so I devised this plan to, like, drive her batty. And I would just write on these tiny little slips of paper, (laughs) I love Nando. And I would hide them (laughs) everywhere so that she would randomly find them. And then it would be like, once she found one, she would then have to try to hide one for me but i had hidden them all throughout the house to the point where like i even put them in a box of like memorabilia type shit she was saving that was put in the eaves so i opened (laughs) this is the levels that i will go to when i'm being competitive and i need to i need to win i literally opened up our eaves dug out like a shitload of (laughs) like christmas bins and like you know winter clothes and shit like that Found a box of like little trinkets and things that she was sharing, put it in there like gingerly, put it back so that in like 10 years from then, when she was going through these boxes, she would find one. Like, what am I doing with my life? But yeah, I mean, uh, that happened. Your backstory is a rich tapestry. <laughs> that rich if, tapestry aside, if that is any thread had been changed, monkey. I'd be talking about you in one of these yeah. stories. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know how I. <laughs> How did I make it out? Uh, so normal. Yes. Very, <laughs> very, normal. very normal, I say, with very. no fear in my eyes <laughs> at all. You're lucky I'm still here listening to this. Ugh. Even with the claims of not remembering what happened. Which is bullshit. Catherine was arrested and charged with murder. Well, yeah. In October 2001, the trial started, but for reasons that only Catherine knows, she changed her plea to guilty and no testimony was ever given. Well... They probably said, listen, Lady Jane, (laughs) there's no way you're getting out of this. You're definitely going to get the death penalty if it was available. So maybe if you just plead guilty and save these families from all of this shibble shit that they're going to have to go through, we will just like give you life in prison uh, with no possibility of parole. That That's day, the only thing I can think of because I doubt that she all of a sudden grew had a conscience. A conscience. Yeah. yeah. That day when she was escorted to prison after changing her plea, the judge marked her case with, quote, never to be released. Ooh. The Ooh. first time in Australian history that a woman had ever been given such a sentence. Just like stamped it on there. Yeah. To this day, Catherine still maintains her innocence. and has How appealed, is she? <laughs> she's appealed her sentence several times, all of which have been denied almost well, immediately. No shit, Sherlock. Like, how did... What? <laughs> I'm not guilty. Well, then who did it? Yeah. No other... I'm sure there was nothing forensic found. Suicide. He did it all to himself. Yeah, he cut himself his head off and he boiled it and he yeah. was going to feed it to his own children. And, and then after cutting his head off, hung himself from hung the Hung himself meat from the hook yeah. and then skinned himself alive yeah. and then turned himself into a roulade or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And that was the story of Catherine Knight. Well, Mike, <laughs> it's been another 
doozy of a story. Uh, I do what I can. I don't know why you love to pick these stories that you know are going to make me sick to my stomach and cringy. And I'm going to cringe for the rest of the day thinking of this guy being skinned alive. I hope you enjoy cooking dinner this evening. Yeah, and you know, I'm making chicken and uh, raw chicken just reminds me of human flesh, I guess, if you took the skin off. So <laughs> I, I, while I do like chicken, it does also gross me out to cook it, which is makes things very difficult I in the kitchen. I am going to show you a picture of Catherine Knight. Oh my God, I did not think that that's where you were going with. I was like, I don't want to see a fucking picture of that shit. I already have enough trouble sleeping. She, yeah, she looks like a fruitcake. Don't, of course she's nuts. Come on. Oh, my God. So she's just in jail now forever. That's it. She's still alive. She's just there. Correct. Her kids, uh, his kids, her kids. I'm I mean, assuming they want nothing to do with her. I would assume that nobody that she knows is still in contact with her. And they're all like, fuck this lady. Yeah. She's. She's off the deep end. That's it. There's nothing that can be done. Why the doctors didn't keep her in the hospital and maybe try to medicate and and, and intervene yeah. with her mental health because clearly she's got some issues. I mean, it's not like she was just there as a patient either. She was. She had authorities called on her for mistreating her child. Right. And while there, making continued and specific threats, and they still just let her they go. They just let her go. I don't. <laughs> this is the this is a real life Joker story. Yeah, that's what this is. This is society mm-hmm. pushing people with mental illness, these outliers, to the side to be forgotten yep. and discarded. And when they take matters into their own hands, because you didn't do anything to assist or stop them or help in any way, shape, or form. Fuck you, Ronald goes, Reagan. Yeah, shift goes. Shit goes left, and this is what happens. Yeah. You get your face blown off on TV. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I have no... Your head ends up in a pot your with head some ends up in vegetables. A pot. With some nice root vegetables. With like a stew. Like, I... <laughs> Can we just help people that... Need help? Need help. Would be nice. Once in a... Once in a while. Now and again. We can't help everyone all of the time. I get it, but... Can we do the Maybe bare... Can, yeah. The bare minimum? If someone's literally already in treatment and they're like, guess what I'm going to do as soon as I get out of here? I'm going to fucking kill some people. Yeah. And you just let them out. Maybe f- more people will keep their skin and heads attached to their bodies I'm just, as a result. Maybe, maybe not. But I mean, let's err on the side of caution yeah. for once in our lives. Like, I'm done with this story. And don't allow residential meat hooks. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Jesus God, Michael. Who gave the Who gave the permit to install? Well, she that? probably stole it from the fucking abattoir. <laughs> She's got it in a room with a bunch of mining equipment. <laughs> like the cops came in and they went, you know, the weirdest thing isn't the head in the pot. It's the pickaxe. There's six backhoes in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> There's 600 headlamps. Where did these all come oh from? Oh my God! She's got 40 pickaxes in a closet, like. Someone call the mine. We're reopening. What's going on? <laughs> this town's economy is booming again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she ground the town to a standstill. Get me out of here. <laughs> Get me out of here. Well, fuck this crazy lady. I'm done for the day. Okay. I've had it with you. I've had these freaking stories. 
I now I have to go cook with raw chicken, and I'm gonna be gagging. <laughs> Great, love it. Well, well. On that note, for more amongst friends, for more uh, true crime movie and or documentary Rex, please check out our Instagram and Twitter MAF Podcast Show. Yes. If you'd like to email us with corrections. Corrections, or just to or tell me how great I want to tell Mike to stop torturing me. Um, email us at mafpodcastshow at gmail.com. And I just uh, created a YouTube page. Oh, that's right. For us. Uh, so far, it's only going to be uh, kind of similar content to what's going up on the other socials, but have a plan, hopefully, to start doing some more video style content that will go up there. Uh, Murder Amongst Friends podcast show is the name of the channel if you want to subscribe there uh, so you don't miss when we start launching that side of it. But uh, <laughs> Will you ever get to see the elusive Michael? Probably not. On video. But there will be video content. Maybe just not of me. <laughs> you never know. You or never I may know. get really deep into animation and start animating my Bitmoji. You might have some female fans out there that... Uh... Maybe, Un- they're, maybe they're crushing on you. Unpossible. No. Impossible, unpossible, unlikely, <laughs> unlikely. Not possible. No. No, I doubt it. I think that you Yeah, do. correct. No, I doubt, I doubt you. Right. I doubt it what you're saying. I think you probably do have some fans out there. You have a great podcast voice, Mike. And I'm sure they're probably dying to see what goes along with. Uh, I'll preemptively apologize. <laughs> you're stupid. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.